0: Log Talk Radio. All right. <laughs> gather around. Gather around. Gather around. All right. All right. Blessing to be here. Amen. It's a blessing to be on the air. A blessing to be talking to the saints. A blessing to be alive. Amen. We're down here in Texas where it's nice sunny and hot, I don't know where you're at, but where I'm at, amen, the weather, uh, it's 94 degrees Crown. amen, it's a blessing to be alive this day and time, we welcome the saints, the children of God, welcome you in, welcome you to the show, and I believe I may be on here tonight by myself. Amen. I don't plan on being on the full show. I may do 30 to 45 minutes. so I won't hold you up long. I have some personal things that I must take care of. Amen. After this week. Amen. After tomorrow. Amen. I'm claiming and speaking it right now. Amen. A burden has been lifted. God is good. Amen. It's a good burden, not a bad thing. Amen. But God is good. Amen. Load has been lifted. I thank God for that, for bringing me through and taking me through. <laughs> amen. I am grateful for that. I'm grateful to be before you today. I wasn't going to come on. I don't believe I've been on all week. Uh, amen. I think i missed Wednesday. Day is Saturday. I plan on being on tomorrow. If I do, it'll be just for a little bit. Amen. I don't know yet. Amen. But more likely I should be able to come on tomorrow. Like I say, the biggest of my load is passing, man, I tell you, God is good <laughs> to lift my burden, and amen, that's on my shoulder. So I'm grateful to be here, amen, enough about me, amen, I'm just going to take a few minutes, amen, to talk to you, amen, I want to welcome you in, I want to pray for you, I want to speak blessings over your life at this day and time especially if you are of the household of faith, amen. If you are a believer, amen, I am speaking on your behalf. Lord have mercy, amen. Speaking on your behalf, if you are a believer of the household of faith, speaking that uh, you receive salvation, speaking that you be blessed, amen. God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. Amen. So, what I want to talk about today is, I um, want to talk about. I've been thinking about the millennial reign. Is what I was where my mind is being. Amen. This return of Christ, now as the children of God, we already know that we're. That he's going to cast down this evil, satanic, worldly rule. Amen. I know a lot of us can't wait for that because there's so many injustices in our system. We know that the system is not justice. We already know that. Amen. We see so many or uh, so much of it as black people in the world. Amen. We see it. Amen. I have to speak the truth. I don't care. what no one say or think, I'm going to always tell the truth. Amen. And it doesn't have to be the fact that you're black, but it could be the fact that in your own personal experience, whoever you may be, you see injustices in our system that make absolutely no sense. You think at this day and time in 2023, halfway through this year, going potentially into 2024, with the type of knowledge, information, infrastructures that the world government's have, you would think our justice, justice system would make more sense. It's kind of like school. You will see so many things, amen, or any type of training that you do in life, you would think, you always say, well, why don't do it this way instead of doing it that way? It makes more sense to do it this way. And you begin to learn that the world's not set up off of a common sense system. It's set up to benefit those who serve a higher-ranking power, not our God, but the false god of this world. And so, amen, we must uh, stay strong because this kingdom is soon to fall, amen. It is soon to come down, amen. I didn't really have anything prepared today because, like I said, I've been working on other projects and other things. So I just, you know, the Holy Spirit just led me to come on to speak to you today, say a few things to you because I love you. Amen. I didn't want you to think that I was going to be gone too long. I said I plan on being on tomorrow, but, amen, it just depends on how things go. I may not be on, but I would definitely. Amen. Amen. I'll be def- definitely back on after today. I mean, after tomorrow, after Sunday. Starting um, Monday going forward or Wednesday going forward, should be able to be on with no problem. Amen. All right. So without further ado, I need to say a prayer. First of all, I want to let everyone know that I love you from the bottom of my heart. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for your life, your soul, your health, your strength, your well-being. I'm glad that Yahweh has blessed you to see another day that you're still here. I tell people, regardless of your situation, Amen. Whether whether you have some type of challenge in life, whether it's a mental, physical, spiritual. Um, whether it's medical, uh, I believe I said mental, Um, I'm praying for you. Be blessed because you want to know why. What I've learned to do, and I've gotten better with this over the years because I I must tell the truth, I used to have it bad about complaining, and then I would catch myself because I look at my situation and I say, man, I'm actually living better than more than 50% of people on the planet. Now consider that. Consider that what I just said. We live in the, 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 the by popular demand, and by what um, critics say, we live in the most richest or one of the richest nations on earth. We live in the most prosperous nation on earth. I mean, not just wealth and money, but there's wealth in food, wealth and entertainment, wealth and enjoyment, Wealth and fun, wealth and freedom. We live in one of the most prosperous, we, we do live in the most prosperous nation on this planet. And we have to think, comp- us compare us to the rest of the world. Our population in America is less than 300 million people, I believe. I believe. I could be wrong. Maybe it's 350 million. But we have less than half a billion people, I know for sure, in the U.S., according to the census. Well, if we have less than half a billion people in the United States and the rest of the world, our numbers, if they have not already, and I believe they are already over 8 billion people, but, okay, they said a few years back before COVID, hit, it was like something like 7.3, 7.4, supposedly no more than 7.5. Now we're supposedly approaching 8 billion people on this planet. <clears throat> you think about that. We live better for sure. We live better than more than 50 to 60% of the people on this planet. We have continuous clean run of water. And before I go any further, if I get into this, because I'm just going on, well, let me go and say a word. Dear most gracious, help me, Father, we thank you for life itself. We thank you for your loving kindness. We thank you for sending your son, Yeshua. We thank you for your grace, your mercy, your love. We thank you for his ultimate sacrifice to redeem my soul and to redeem our souls. We thank you for coming to the lost, dear Heavenly Father. I thank you for saving my lost soul, for, for pulling me out of the fire, dear Heavenly Father, for keeping me out of hell. I bless and praise your holy name forevermore. I thank you for my wife, my children, family, friends, my loved ones, those that have received salvation, for those that have not yet received salvation. We're continually praying for them. Amen. We're standing in the gap, praying that their heart be touched, that they receive salvation before it is too late. For so many souls in the past three years have come to you, not knowing nothing about you before, but just trusting in you and giving us souls to you. Heavenly Father, we are praying that you continue to keep us as your saints and protect us. We pray for those that are lost. Amen. And that they find salvation before it is too late. Amen and amen. All right. All right, amen. So kind of lost my train of thought where I was. Amen. Maybe I'll pick it back up. Amen. As one man, one self. Not as young as I used to be, So sometimes I have a tendency to lose a train of thought because so much is going on in my life right now, so much is going on in the world right now. Amen. So we are grateful. Um, one of the things that I picked up on, um, I was checking out something on the internet, and something about Japan. It's funny how things just pl- are playing out. Japan is preparing for war, and, and it's like, you know, you have to ask yourself a question. It don't take a rocket science rocket scientist to see that something is going on in our world, and something that something should not be ignored. Amen. It should not be ignored. We should not just just walk walk on by like nothing has happened, like we're just not concerned. Because, again, there's so much going on in our world today. Amen. So we don't want to, uh, amen. Amen. If you're not saved, you don't want to be left here. You don't want to deal with certain things once the church is gone. Amen. I have been thinking about the millennial reign. That's been on my mind a lot. Because now, according to what I believe, I don't know what you believe, but I know what Tim believes. According to what I believe, I don't believe we're going to be here for the Great Tribulation. I'm praying for those that don't believe, that they miss the Great Tribulation by becoming a saint, a child of God. All you have to do is Romans, the 10th chapter, verse 9 and 10, which is the plan of salvation. Confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Yahweh... Has raised him from the dead, and the Bible says, "Thou shalt be saved." Easiest way through the door. I don't know what other way that do you want it. God handed you the key. I mean, what what more do you want? You talk, people, they talk about the keys to the city. He literally giving you the keys to the kingdom. He sent his son to die for your sins, my sins. He sacrificed himself on the cross. Amen. And it, it was a lot for him to know that he had to go through that. We, I am more than grateful. We talk about this all the time. Those of us who are children of God, especially at this day and time that we live in, we see it all the time. I hear other saints I've talked to, I see it, my brother said, it. Hey, man, I am so glad that I'm saved. I said, man, who are you telling? Me and the elders say the same thing. Who are you telling? I am so glad that God has saved my soul. Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Amen. So with that with that being said, um, amen. I'm trying not to stray. I'm trying not to get into other things, so I'll just try to try stay on the path. But anyway, I'm going to keep my mind set on the millennial kingdom. We think about the mountain. Amen. That's on every continent, the mountains and the seas. Amen. So you say, well, what does that mean, Pastor? Well, in the book of Revelation, mountains refer to kingdoms. Amen. The United States is a kingdom. Europe or the U.K. is a kingdom. China is a kingdom. Russia is a kingdom. Africa is a kingdom, or is divided to multiple kingdoms. South America is divided to multiple kingdoms. Amen. Then we got little smaller kingdoms all over the planet. China is a kingdom. India is a kingdom. And you say, well, why am I saying that? Well, because I want you to understand the book of Revelation is a very symbolic book. When it refers to mountains, it refers to governments is what it's talking about, kingdoms. Today we call them government. are nothing more than kingdoms. Just like there were kingdoms hundreds of years ago, 500 to 1,000 years ago, 2,000 years ago to 3,000, 5,000 years ago. There's always been kingdoms on this planet set up. Amen? And so the water of the sea refers to people. So you think about that. You have the people in its kingdoms. Okay, so um, Amen. I mean, so I think about what it's going to be like when we come back with Christ. The other week, I think it was last Saturday or Sunday, when we were on the air, we dealt with Revelation three and ten. Oh, man, so many scriptures. You know, and when I say so many scriptures, maybe not like a whole lot, but there's enough scriptures to refer that God's going to protect us. Amen? So it makes me cringe when I hear people say, you got to prepare for the tribulation. Get us ready for the tribulation. It just makes me cringe when I hear people say it. When you hear people say that they clearly have not went through and studied the Bible and broke down prophecy, nor the book of Revelation. Because if you study Revelation 3 and 10, that word temptation in the book of Revelation chapters, Revelation 3 and 10, that word refers to a time to where you're going to be tempted. You're going to be tried just like the word that says try, to try. It's a, it's a slightly different interpretation, but they're very similar. Test. Why would God need to test the church in the tribulation? And then some would say, well, why would God need to test his children of Israel in the tribulation? I'm going to answer that simple question, real simple. You do understand that the Judeans, or the Judeans, the people who are the children of God, Most of them at this day and time do not believe that Christ has come. So if they don't believe that Christ has come and died on the cross for them, that means that they're not saved. Remember, it doesn't matter that you're born into uh, being an Israelite or a Jew. It doesn't matter about that. Christ came that we may have life and have it more abundant. He came that, that we might be saved through his sacrifice. If you don't believe in the Lamb's sacrifice, the shedding of his blood, you are lost. It don't matter about you being born a Hebrew Israelite or a Jew or whichever one you want to identify with. That does not matter. Your soul is lost. You die, you're going to hell. And ultimately to the lake of fire. It don't matter about about your promise and inheritance. If you don't do what's right to in to to inherit your your promise, then you're lost. The Bible says I'm going to cast you out. And that's what he's going to do. Amen. He doesn't want lukewarm. He's going to spew you out. You make up your mind. You can't be half and half. You got to make up your mind which God you're going to serve. Amen. And so when you think about that, that is who he's going to try. He's going to try those, amen, that reject him, not those that love him, not those that have confessed him, not those that believe in him, not those that walk in the spirit with him. The test is not for us. We're already getting our test. We get tested every day. We go through trials and tribulations every day. And you have to understand, as it said over in the uh, second book of Thessalonians, as Paul said, let me go there real quick. Our test is different. And and, and let me me show you something. My God, the Holy Spirit is working. Let me show you something. Second Thessalonians. I have to show you something, second Thessalonians, the first chapter verse four. He says, So that we ourselves glory in you in the churches of Yahweh for your patience and faith in all your persecutions and tribulations that ye endure, Paul. Was not only talking to the Thessalonians, he was talking to all the churches that he ministered to. That means, and also the churches throughout the church age. This message, how could anyone miss something so simple? Don't miss the millennial reign. The millennial 1,000 year reign is going to take us into eternity. It is setting us up and preparing for Christ to do what? He's setting the foundation for all eternity. He's established his rule here on the old earth as it was supposed to have been done through Adam. But because Adam decides to disobey by listening to his wife and his wife listening to the serpent, because of that disobedience, has caused a ripple effect throughout time of what? Trials and tribulations judgments and punishments, persecutions. But there's going to be a specific time on earth. Daniel spoke of it. Christ spoke of it, and it is in the book of Jeremiah. I want to say also it's another book as well. What it is saying, there will be a time like no other. It will happen. It must happen. It's inevitable because why God said so. Why? Because of man's evil wickedness. So just like nations are judged for their wickedness, look all the nations that were great and ruled the planet for many years and they all came to nothing. Egypt is the one the main uh country or kingdom that comes to mind. Why? Because Egypt lasted as a country and its solidarity as a country, it's oneness for thousands of years. There is no other kingdom that boasts that. Most kingdoms last anywhere from three hundred to five hundred, maybe a thousand years. That's a stretch. And then and then they're done, their rule is over. Now, Egypt has ruled for a very long time. A lot of people don't want to acknowledge they and get in their his their uh you know, just don't want to acknowledge it, but go and look it up. Do your study and your research and you'll see. You'll see how long Egypt has been in existence amen amen so back to uh second Thessalonians the first chapter Paul wrote this to the churches, not just to the one in thessalonian this is this was to the church throughout the church age because he eventually understood that Christ was not going to come back in his time as they originally thought. And so it says, it says, For your patience and faith, and all your persecutions and tribulations that ye endure. Now, watch I'm going to jump. No, 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 I'm I'm not going to jump. I'm going to read verse five and six. It says, which is a manifest. In other words, manifest Means that is is known, which is a manifest token of the righteous judgment of Yahweh. Now you begin to see the reasoning for the great tribulation, because God said, "You know what? My people have been persecuted on this planet for thousands of years by the world government and evil, wicked, satanic, Luciferian." Babylonian system. Now you see where I'm going with it. Because I told you earlier about a mountain represents a government, which is nothing more than a new new word for kingdom. That's all it is. Like Nimrod had a kingdom in ancient times. Uh, Egypt was a kingdom. Babylon was a kingdom. Uh, People talk about the Sumerian kingdom. Uh, The... what do they call it? The Roman Empire was a kingdom. Persian Empire was a kingdom. Anyway, all of these are kingdoms. Now you got kingdoms set up all over the planet. Luther was always established. Wherever there's mankind, he's established his kingdom of rule all over the planet. He's established his governments, his kingdoms. Okay? Now, what have these, these kingdoms have done? They have persecuted God's people. They have murdered God's people. We've seen them feed babies to uh crocodiles, whip men, women, and children take advantage of men, women, and children immorally, sexually. You know what I'm talking about. Amen. These are the things that have taken place for many, many years, not just two, not just three, four, five hundred, but thousands of years. God's people have been persecuted time and time again, and why someone would believe that the church has got to go through the tribulation for God's people. Now, you got to remember, I'm going to separate because what I want you to understand is because Christ no longer, he came that his people might be saved. God's not through the Jews. they was just so hard-headed. They just would not obey God. God said, i got to get somebody else that's going to tell the world, about who I am. So he engrafted in who the Gentiles were engrafted in. Because of them being engrafted in, amen, now you have another group still going to heaven, still believers of, of Yahweh, but a different group. This is separate from the group that originally was given the plan to carry out. They failed to do it. They failed to give God a plan and still failing today. That is the difference. That is why they're not saved, and you are, if you believe. Now, they can't be saved if they say, hey, you know, I, I, you know I'm not just, amen. Uh, I I, I, well, I want to make that transition is what I'm trying to say, amen. So, anyway, it says in verse 5, which is a manifest token of the righteous judgment of Yahweh, that ye may be counted worthy of the kingdom of God. So now. The scripture, it says, um, for which ye also suffer. So it separates God's people who suffer on this earth every day. I tell people all the time the stuff that we have to deal with as children of God, the nonsense that we got to deal with people in the world. We're persecuted every day. Amen? We see stuff that we don't like, stuff that we don't care for, but we have to deal with. It. We're treated different from other people or other groups of people. We have to deal with it. Amen. It's just the truth. Lord, have mercy. And so, I think about, amen. I think about the millennial reign. I think about Christ's promise to keep the church. Amen. From the wrath to come. So, it's a mystery. Okay? It's just like Noah, when Noah got on the ark. Noah and his family were protected. They didn't get no rain on them. They was in the ark. You don't think God knows how to take care of his own and protect his own? He's going to put us in the ark. That ark is the gathering together. He's going to protect us by bringing us home. See, people think this next exodus is going to be to another country, another soil. No. We are staring at Armageddon. Amen. That's what's next. And some of the the politicians and people like that, they're aware that something's going to take place. Some of them, I mean, a lot of them don't believe. Some of them know. Some of them don't know. Some of them don't care. Amen. Amen. Well, now, watch this. So you see that the church has been suffering for the past 2,000 years. We've been suffering. We see that the kingdom of God, a new mountain, is coming. A new mountain is is, is about to establish rule on this planet. Amen. A new mountain with new government, new heads of state, New judicial, new police-like system. You say, who is this new? gonna bring in this new kingdom. Yeshua is. And he's going to use you and I if you believe too. If you're a believer like I am, he's going to use us to not only just usher in his kingdom, but to enforce his rule. That's right. You're going to be an enforcer. Amen. It don't matter if you judge, not a judge. Amen. Attorney, not an attorney. It don't matter. You don't take care of all that. Amen. All right. right. Second Thessalonians, verse 6. Then we're going to go somewhere else. It says, seeing it is a righteous thing with Yahweh to recompense tribulation to them that trouble you. Now, remember, we've been getting trials and tribulation for the past 2,000 years. So the scripture just said, Paul wrote, it is righteous that God repay or pay tribulation to them that trouble you. The world's systematic governance, the Babylonian system, is going to pay the wicked, those who reject Christ, those that are rich and wealthy and filled, the ones that, that call themselves the so-called elite, the so-called Illuminati. They know what's about to happen. They know what's going down, but since they installed us, soul, Lucifer has convinced them, look at what all I've given you. You want to walk away from me now? So Lucifer, he's entangled. Hey, man, that's right. Come on now. Up to no good. Lord have mercy. This these these wicked system governments. Amen. You're talking about I was talking to somebody about this earlier. You're talking about um how the system spends billions of dollars to distract you and I to keep our mind occupied with sports, games, uh T V shows. Clothes, paraphernalia, uh, advertise, social media, things that say you get get rich quick schemes, all kind of things to get you tangled up and, and, and crossed up so that you won't focus on the return of our Lord and Savior. So you won't and can't focus on your family. Mm-hmm. Thinking about what Paul wrote in that sixth verse. He said, it is a righteous thing. In other words, he said, it is just. It is time. That God, they, they've done bad by us over 2,000 years. Now it is God's turn to repay and destroy what 6,000 years of work has brought. He's going to destroy that and just seven years Wow that sounds crazy don't it because you think about it are we able to do that no no it don't matter how militant you want to get don't matter how bad you want to build up a country or a planet or whatever and try to fight back against the Luciferian wicked evil system Amen. Good luck with that. Amen. So, so, so you say you want to uh, prepare for the tribulation when Christ said it is just. Remember, Paul wrote this to the church. So, so he said, "Isn't it righteous? Isn't it just that Christ repay?" those who trouble you. So if, he, if he's going to repay, now remember how Christ is going to pay. I've been sentenced for three years since we've been in the book of Revelation. How is he going to repay them? Through judgments and punishments. That's how he's going to repay them. He's going to judge them and punish them through many different the seals that are in the Bible. <laughs> through the seals that are in the Bible. The Lamb is going to open up those seals and the judgments and punishments are going to start. He said that 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 they repay that he's going to punish them for mistreating you. Don't that sound like the right thing for a savior to do? It's kinda of like a prayer that protects the child. Hey, you know what, you've been bullying my kid for for quite some time. Now swift destruction going to come. I'm going to take care of you right now because you've been bullying my child at school all year long. Man, I'm fixing to take care of you. Now, we know at this day and time ain't the case. you can't do it now. But I remember back in the day, other people used to whoop other people's kids. They did. You get out of line. I remember when I was in the church, I used to go to church. And, man, I cut up one of the mothers in the church, grab hold of me, and go turn me up. Like, wait a minute, you ain't my mama or daddy. Amen, but you know back then you couldn't say nothing like that. Amen, but just thinking back like well, this one even my mama. It didn't matter back then. And if you've been cutting up for some time, they on the trip and say, Oh, I've been watching you, son. You've been cutting. Up. I know if your mama was here, you know better. Amen. I, mean, I used to say, hey, Amen, if my mom was doing something else or she was busy or something, my dad was they could oh, you know you know better. And I'ma tell you parents That's how I used to get you back in the day. No, but Christ said that it's only just, it's only righteous that I'll pay them for what they've done to you. This is the church as a whole, not just Tim individually, but the church as a whole, as a collective throughout the church age. He said destruction is going to come swiftly. Verse 7, and to you who are troubled, Amen. That's what Paul, because Paul knew. He knew he wasn't going to be around, but he knew it was going to be a time that God was going to call the church home from their works, from their labor, from their pain, trials, tribulations, from their suffering. Paul said, come what? Rest with us. You that is troubled. This is why he wrote what he wrote in First Corinthians, the 15th chapter. 50 verse, do like the 53rd verse when it talks about the great mystery. He said, come, come rest with us. Come take a load off. When the Lord Yeshua shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angel. Amen. Amen. Come rest with us. Amen, I know some are still stuck on certain things. We'll pray for them because is important, very, very important, amen, that we don't overlook, amen, certain things in the scriptures that the Holy Spirit is teaching us and talking to us about. Amen. And like I tell people, you know, if you you say you want to prepare yourself, you go right ahead and, and get yourself together, prepare yourself. I don't know how you're going to do that, but you go right ahead, have at it. Um, but I also think about, okay, I think about, amen, I think about Christ's hand of protection and what he said. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake. You see, the scriptures are consistent. God has to be consistent in what he said. So I'm using the scripture. I'm not just talking. I'm using scripture. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you, nor will I bring more on you than you can bear. And he also said, I will keep you from the hour of temptation. So what does that mean? If he's going to keep us from it. How do we, we got to go through if he's going to keep? How do you explain? Keeping you from the hour of temptation, but allowing you to go through it. See, if I tell, if I tell my kid I'm going to keep you from something, basically instead I'm going to protect you, you don't even have to worry about it. No one's going to touch you or put their hands on you. Why? You all of a sudden need to be prepared to go through it. That makes no sense. So even if we was to so-called stay on earth, which I don't believe that, but let's say hypothetically we were going to be here, Don't it make sense that he's going to to provide for us? He always has. I think of the children of Israel, and they're going through, they were complaining and murmuring. They didn't know how they were going to eat. And manna began to fall from heaven. God knows how to take care of his own. He knows how to take care of his children. Suffer not, we're not going to have to start with those that don't believe. Amen. Amen. This millennial reign, been thinking about it for some time now, especially with the years of growing close to our return of Lord and Savior. I keep thinking about how beautiful it's going to be. Heaven will literally come to earth. Amen. Once again, but he's going to come back in his glorified form. Amen. So if you know any crowns or kings, Amen. 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 You think about this millennial reign, and you think about the many blessings that we're going to receive. We're going to be rulers over nations. We're going to be able to judge the nations. Amen. And I think about it. I think about how God's gonna keep us, protect us. Amen. Amen. He's gonna judge the nations. Lucifer and the fallen angels and the demons will will not will not be able to influence us. There won't be no false idols and false gods. None of that. We are thinking about this evil government kingdom that rules the world, this so-called whorish, whorish system. It's going to be torn down. No more exists. It's going to be gone forever. Christ is going to destroy it. I can't wait. Oh, I can tell you. A few more minutes. Hey, Amen. I'm a little, a little tired. Amen. I've been very busy working on some things, and, man, it has drained me this week. Amen. It has drained me. But nonetheless, I just wanted to come on here tonight, today, and talk to you, love on you, love with you, show you love. Amen. Let you know that I ain't forgot about you. Amen. I've just been having to take care of some business. Amen. But I will be back. Amen. If not tomorrow. I will definitely be back going into next week. We know that uh, there's a lot of talk out there in the world about the return of Christ and how the possibility that it could be this very month. I will say it's not far-fetched as far as I believe that it's a possibility. It's a huge possibility that he may come back this month. That's a possibility. Do you know how many people in the the world – including those who say they believe in God and go to church, don't believe that Christ is going to come back. We know the Bible says no man knows the day or the hour. We respect, always respect the word of God. I say the same thing. We don't know. Amen. We're not sitting on the street corner with a sign on our chest talking about the world's coming to an end. Amen. Sitting up waiting for it to happen. No, we're living our lives. We're living our best lives. I encourage you to live your best life. Just be ready. That's all he asked. Just be ready when I come. He ain't told you to stop going to school. He ain't told you to stop running your business, sell your business, and all the goods and go get your sign and go after and walk around and tell the world that he's coming. We already know the king is coming. That's inevitable. That was understood many years ago. We know that the king is coming. It's okay that the king is coming. Amen. We want the king to come back, especially those of us who don't love this world. But we understand a lot of folks love the world a lot. But, you know, amen, that's their business. That's their business. They love the world. Amen. Almost a few minutes. Now, I want to say this before I get ready to chime out, before I go, amen. Continue to live your life. Continue to do your best. Continue to witness. Continue to love. Continue to do what's uh, for Christ. Because all what you do for Christ will last. Don't worry about the naysayers. Don't worry about the downplayers and what people say. Uh, a lot of folks say, "Oh, ain't no rapture." I've had family members say, "It ain't no rapture." I've had folks say, we'll, "We, it ain't gonna happen this year. It's gonna be another lifetime. lifetime." Could be possibly right. Still could be true. Could happen not even in our lifetime. That's the possibility. That's something that we have to come to terms with. It may not be in this time. It may be 100 years, two, 300 years. I don't believe it's that far. I just don't believe it's, it's no further than possibly this year or the next couple of years. But, again, nobody knows. This could be another like. You say, well, what's a like? A like is something that's similar that's happened in the past. People sit all throughout history. Christ, look, Christ coming. So what do you think they're going to do? When he do come out to get to church, what do you think they're going to do? And across to his people. Amen. They don't say the same thing. Amen. So, without further ado, I may be on for five more minutes. Amen. I just want to just share with you. Amen. I'm kind of tired. I'm going to take me a good nap after this. But, and I'll be back on strong. Like I say, most of my time won't be de- dedicated to the projects that i'm currently working on amen was keep me up until the wee hours of the morning burning the burning the uh the oil late amen but it's for a good cause god is good amen and so um we want to continue to love the church spread the gospel spread the word amen so again our focus is the millennial thousand year reign which will eventually take us into eternity. And we're going to be with the king for all eternity. Amen. So we want you to be prepared. We want you to be saved. So before I close out, I want to make sure those that's listening, if you're not saved, you may ask, Well, how can I become safe? How can I receive part in this blessing? Amen that you are referring to. Romans ten nine and ten. Amen. Romans 10, 9 and 10. Amen. Amen. All right. Amen. Meditation. Amen. So, family, it's a blessing. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Amen. Again, I'll be back strong next week. I'll get me some rest. I'll be able to catch up. After tomorrow, I'll be able to catch up on my rest. He may I'll be done. Thank God. Uh not completely done, but mostly done. The biggest of us out of the way. My gosh, you're talking about thank you, Heavenly Father, for you grace. You're so good and merciful. Bless your holy name. Bless the child of God. Bless your children. Bless the saints. Praying for each and every one of you safety. Praying for your children's safety. And heavenly father you keep them and protect them as they go about their daily daily, daily way. Um, you know, we bless him, Bless him, praise your holy name forevermore. Thank you for listening. Amen. Good night.